Welcome back for part five of our guide to creating a sound investment policy statement. This is Nathan Davis with Aspen Wealth Management. This week, we covered all the sections that should be included in a sound investment policy statement. An IPS is an important document because it is a mutual agreement between client and advisor that sets forth a process in which portfolio management is consistent with the client's unique needs and goals. After completing a comprehensive financial plan, the IPS is a bridge between the recommendations made and the implementation stage. It takes all the hypotheticals from the plan and brings them into reality. Starting with a client description gives the advisor an opportunity to summarize what they know about the client from the financial planning process. Overall, who is the client and what are they looking to achieve? While much of this is discussed in more detail later in the document, it sets the expectation for the client on the purpose of the IPS. The governance section outlines roles and responsibilities for both client and advisor. The advisor is expected to determine an appropriate asset allocation for the client, monitor the portfolio as markets fluctuate over time, and make trades as necessary to keep the portfolio in line with the target allocation. Clients are responsible for reviewing and approving the IPS, as well as notifying the advisor of any future life changes that could impact the portfolio. The portfolio objective section is where the client's goals, risk characteristics, and portfolio return assumptions should be provided. When summarizing goals, exact timeframes and dollar amounts are ideal, especially when they involve distributions from the client's accounts. Risk characteristics are a combination of willingness and ability to take risk, and how analyzing them together determines the appropriate level of risk for the portfolio. Lastly, a target for the long-term rate of return requirements ties the portfolio growth rate and inflation assumptions from the financial plan to the real-life management process. Calculating a hurdle rate above inflation sets the expectation for what the investment portfolio must do to help reach the client's financial goals. Lastly, the IPS should outline any constraints, the strategic asset allocation, and execution philosophy for the portfolio. Time horizon, liquidity needs, tax considerations, and unique circumstances are just a few of the constraints that an advisor needs to be aware of. When defining the strategic asset allocation, it is preferred that the asset class and sub-asset class allocations are used as opposed to specific positions. These are less likely to change than the positions, and when they do, they require an update to the IPS. Execution should cover whether the advisor has discretionary authority and how they trade in client accounts. We hope that this overview of investment policy statements has been helpful to you. If you missed a briefing, visit AspenWealth mgmt.com slash Alexa to hear past episodes and subscribe for free.